that for you every single Saturday morning right about this time as we welcome you to More Than Money. Happy to be with you. <laughs> that was seismic activity. That was just, that was a 3.1 on the Richter scale. And uh, goodness, there's, a, and for God's sakes, no matter what you do, do not put water on a grease fire. So, welcome to More Than Money. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Yeah, you're doing finer than me. You were behind me, and then all of a sudden you were ahead of me as we were motoring to the mm-hmm. to this show this morning because there was a bonehead in front of me. Yeah, the... Navigating the traffic cones. There you go. Mm. Speaking so of navigating, of we navigate a lot of interesting stuff for our clients, and... Uh, Goodness, if you are so inclined that you'd like to learn more about your financial situation, whether it's in investments or retirement, it could be income tax issues, credits, Roth IRAs, 401ks, catch-up provisions. It could be estate planning, executors, executrixes, which sounds naughty, but it really isn't. It's a perfectly appropriate word. Powers of attorney, medical directives, trusts, life insurance, long-term care insurance, Gosh, starting a business, running a business, providing retirement plans for your business, exiting your business, all while paying attention to Uncle Sam and the IRS. Gosh, that's just a short list. That is literally a short list and way too generic, way too general, way too in the can-ish. That's what our competitors do. They don't. They're not up at oh dark thirty on Saturdays to come live and give you the freshest, most relevant financial show on radio. Nah, they put it in the can. They show up around. I don't know. It's it's really it's like eleven thirty. I have to go over and record something so that somebody can fl- fl- I mean, air it later. I didn't. Did I say flush? No, well, oh, oh, no almost. Thank you. It was very mm-hmm. close. So um, most relevant because of you. Uh, you ask the questions, whether they're emails, phone calls, or through the website. We answer the questions. Let's be honest. I have Alyssa answer all the questions. <laughs> she does all the heavy lifting. <laughs> and I'm just here for the, uh, you know, I'm just the eye candy. Mm-hmm. Which, thank God we're on radio. I'll just say right now. Just telling you right now. If we've never met, how lucky for you. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to join us, we've got three different ways you can do that. 610-720-7900. A largely unused method that the last couple of weeks, I think we've had a whopping total of three calls in mm-hmm. four hours. So if you are so inclined and would like to break the ice for us, that's always welcome. 610-720-7900. You can send us emails, Alyssa, A-L-Y, SSA at askmtm.com. You can um, use my email address as well, G-E-N-E, Gene, at askmtm.com. And you can, uh, through the miracles of modern technology, iHeartMedia, go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Wherever you are, I've got a big chunk of my family traveling this weekend. Uh, Two daughters and my wife, Diane, if that is her real name, are traveling. So even though they are... Gosh, I'm guessing about 350, 400 miles away. They may very well be listening in on uh, morethanmoneyonline.com. You hit the Listen Live button. Magically appears about this time every Saturday morning. Gives you direct access to our show live and clear as a bell. 
And you can share the show with anybody, anybody that's got Internet access coast to coast. We have lots of folks on the West Coast up and down that side of the country. Lots of folks in the upper Midwest and then tons of folks up and down the East Coast and lots in between. So happy to be with you and happy to have you share our show again, more than money online. Uh, com. So lots of ways to join us. We invite you to do exactly that. You make us the most relevant show on radio and, interestingly enough, on TV as well. If you've seen our PBS 39 show, that is actually being shared across a number now of the uh, public broadcasting system uh, uh, regionals. And uh, we've had some calls from San Diego, hmm. uh, PBS uh, Southern Cal, SoCal. Uh, we had one, uh, oh gosh, I've lost track of how many are coming out of the uh, southeast part of Pennsylvania, the, um, I think, WLVT, uh, that's northeast. We've had a bunch from there as well. So if you are so inclined and you'd like to make sure that we stay as relevant as humanly possible, please join us. Um, okay, let's get this over with. Shout out to uh, Juliana's newest Athletic venture is <laughs> cross country. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's trying something new mm-hmm. and her coach is a fan. So we want to give a shout out to uh, coach Ken and um, thank him for all of his work with the, with the runners. And I'm, you know, as a runner myself, pretty excited that she has taken this up and um you guys actually went for a run together the other night yeah we did oh nice Mm -hmm. nice yeah so i'm hoping that continues i hope she loves it as much as i do well goodness uh at 13 Mm -hmm. she has legs like a giraffe she has (laughs) such long legs she has the uh the basic requirements of being an outstanding runner (laughs) So, uh, and, and let's see, she weighs about, oh yeah, a feather. <laughs> so long legs and, and a feather. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm sure she'll do well. And the coaches can, mm-hmm. when you see him, you tell him to say, Hey, to Barbie for me. Cause oh. <laughs> God bless him. And I'm how they, you know, with all this publicity lately with the whole movie and stuff, uh-huh. I guess they're, how they're, they're doing well, I hope. Yeah. Right, Cause it's gotta be a lot of pressure. <laughs> gotta, and does he always he didn't wear mention that. No. no, he doesn't always, I no. guess more her. Yeah. More her than him. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my gosh. What? It's n- not 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 the Barbie and Ken. His name's Ken, but it's not Barbie's Ken. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Let's leave it right there. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Markets up again this week. What a bummer, though, that we missed that historic um, Dow. Uh, streak. Mm. If it had been one more day, I think it would have been the longest streak since like 1800 something. <laughs> and that one day just had to mess it up. It was since before the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, it's been uh, it's been a tremendous month, year in the markets. It's very and nice. for those of you who are going, is well, yeah, of course. What do you mean, yeah, of course? No one, no one. No one honest, no one honest, no honest person expected to have this kind of a year this year. Yeah. Uh, With the Fed continuing to raise rates, there was a lot of pressure. The expectation was that the economy would start to shrink, recede. The word recession was being tossed around. 
and now largely that's been replaced by the term soft landing. And most recently I heard two uh, economists discussing no landing, no drop to zero at all. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting situation we find ourselves in, largely driven by job creation. The fact that the economy has not slowed down. Recession requires, to be blunt, fear. It requires that uh, Bobby Gunther Walsh um, is fearful that he might lose his job and there are no other jobs. And as a result, he says, well, I've I got to pull in the 10 strings. I have got to stop spending as much. I've got to stop. I don't go out to eat as much. I don't go to church fairs as much. I certainly don't buy a beer as much. Gunther doesn't do any of that stuff. But anyway, mm. um, I'll use a different example. Uh, bottom line is that uh, Jimmy says, hey, sweetheart, um, there's a real chance they're going to lay us off. And, and there aren't any jobs out there. That's not the situation today. Labor market's tight. Mm. Uh, people who lose jobs have three, four, five job offers almost instantaneously. So the recession opportunity is rather slim. It would have to be a kind of drop, drop off the cliff kind of a mm -hmm. scenario. Mm -hmm. 610-720-7900. You heard on the Fox Network News that the, uh, I don't know which one of the lotteries is now at $1.05 billion. Mm. Last week, somebody won over a billion. That's cool. So um, I'm going to go way out on a limb here. But it's the kind of thing we do because we're a service organization. That's right. Uh, if you, you win the billion and, uh, and you show up at the More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth, which what, where better to be if you win a billion dollars, mm -hmm. but in the Holy Lands, uh, we will not only manage uh, your finances for you, we will give you a full-time, 100% dedicated only to you financial advisor. Unbelievable. What kind, you can't, That's a really nice offer. It is a great offer. You, you get all the investment management. You get all the estate planning. You get all of the income tax. We're folding it all. There's nothing we're holding back. Everything goes into this package. 100% dedicated, full-time, only to you. Call 24-7. <laughs> How about that? Very nice. That's a good deal. I hope that one of our listeners wins. I, I Actually, I do, too. Just, <laughs> just for fun. Just for fun. Uh, we've had a number of um, rather large lottery winners. We had one rather large casino winner mm. uh, over the years. And, and the results have been far better than the average. Because in the state of Pennsylvania, the, the percentage of, of millionaire winners that have gone bankrupt or ended up in jail is huge. Yeah. It's crazy. You hear a lot of those stories. Yeah, we're about 60-40. Oh, okay. We, we've had good results with about 60%. We've had, uh, please just go away, with about 40%. Where They just make, well, let's be blunt. If you're playing, seriously playing, a lot of like the gambling games, mm -hmm. you've already decided to make some pretty poor financial judgments. Mm -hmm. And those are not likely to end just because you want a lot of money. Oh, no. no that's You're right. 
So. It's just fuel on the fire mm-hmm. for some folks. And then we have others. One couple in particular, uh, they won multi-millions, came to us and said, we don't want to be those people. Good for them. And we're now five, almost six years in, and they have not been. They have been disciplined. They have been straight on. Uh, very conservative. Uh, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, no, hey, can't we, you know, you know, we need a $400,000 motorhome. No, you don't. Motorhomes. Dreadful. Just dreadful. Agreed. Just uh, financially dreadful. Mm-hmm. The only thing worse, boats. Hey, we need a big boat. Yeah, dreadful. <laughs> these are these are the financial black holes of life. It's like athletes who win these big contracts and then don't have dis- discipline or knowledge or a financial advisor and blow their money. Um, those are the kinds of people who also need a partner to help them be smart about making that money last. Otherwise, if you're foolish, it can disappear very quickly. <laughs> uh, uh, gosh, basketball players. Yeah. Just the worst. Um, <laughs> now, speaking of uh, the worst, if you if you inverse the worst, then we have, as our clients, 98%, some of the best people, some of the most wonderful people, kind, caring, and, and compassionate, and they're always trying to help. So we try to help them. So this young lady writes, I am 80 years old. Bless her. My husband passed away five and a half years ago after 53 and a half years of marriage. Mm. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing. I have an IRA that totals 181,000, an inherited IRA from my husband that is 73,000, and a Roth inherited IRA from my husband, 142,000. Okay. So she's got a pretty nice sum of money here. Yeah. I've been taking the RMDs on my own IRA according to the rules. I am relatively healthy for an old bird. (laughs) An old bird. Bless her. But would like to have just one account. Can I take my IRA and the inherited IRA and put both of them into a Roth? Would I have to pay a lot of tax to do that? I want to leave them to my two sons in the easiest form. Um, I, I'll, if I can accomplish that, would my sons have to take the money out of the Roth within 10 years like the beneficiaries of a normal IRA? I really like your show, and I've learned a lot. I love your professional appearance. This is a young lady who watches our TV show. I love your professional appearance with a nice shirt, coat and tie, (laughs) no matter what that other person wrote a few weeks ago. Remember? Oh, yeah. The girl that says, ah. The ill-fitting suit. Well, no, she she wrote in and said, suits and ties intimidate me. Oh, I want a polo shirt. I was thinking of the the person who complained about someone else who has a show who doesn't oh, dress. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, Ken Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. I thought she was referring to uh, that. He does, I That's guarantee funny. you Ken does not go to the London shop. No. <laughs> they would not he allow should. him out. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I know you're in San Francisco. Get on a plane. You can afford it's worth it. it. Yeah, you can afford it because you look, you look like a doof. Come on. Uh, keep smiling. God bless you. Thank you very much. So let, hmm. let's recap. She's 80. She has an IRA that was 181, mm-hmm. an inherited IRA with 73, and a Roth with 142. She would like one account. Okay. Now, I, I, I would pump, have her pump her brakes right there. Yes. What, what, what does she gain by having 
one account? Not much, mm. actually. What does she lose? Um, taxes. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. like she uses money she has to give the IRS. Yes. She uh, can merge the IRA and the inherited IRA. So now the, she's down to two accounts. Yeah. And then she only really needs to worry about the annual RMD situation with one. So she, you know, it's not like the Roth is a burden or no. in any of, of any kind. No. And her RMD on the combined account would be somewhere in the $15,000 range. Mm -hmm. And if she wanted to do some conversions, depending on her tax bracket mm -hmm. above that, she could start moving money. Mm -hmm. So it does, does do does no um do her sons multiple um have to take the roth money out over 10 years yes yeah yeah now that may end up not being dreadful depending on her son's situation of course if she's 80 and they were married for 53 and a half years it is likely her sons are in their 50s late 40s early 50s they might be able to take some of that money from the Roth tax-free, mm -hmm. put it into another retirement plan like a 401k and get a tax deduction for doing it. Mm -hmm. So taking it out over 10 years might not, might not only not be, there's a lot of knots in there. Mm -hmm. uh, it might not be a dreadful thing. It might end up with, they end up with tax deductions. Mm -hmm. So that could end up working to her and their advantage. You know, taking money out of a inherited Roth IRA, it's tax-free, isn't such a terrible thing. I mean, obviously, you'd like it to be there to continue to grow, but you certainly have op options and opportunities with those distributions. That, I mean, even if you're just reinvesting it in a brokerage account or something, it's you know, it's not terrible. No, it isn't terrible, and depending on the tax brackets. Of the sons, mm -hmm. there are strategies that or tactics that might end up saving them a great deal of money. Maybe they put it into a tax-deferred variable annuity. Mm. So it's no longer tax-free, but it's tax-deferred mm -hmm. for as many years as they wish It's because it's non-qualified. Um, there, there are a lot of moving parts that are not obvious to perhaps to this young lady. Right. And that really highlights, really highlights the difference between an investment advisor and a financial advisor. An investment advisor would say, let me see what you got. Uh, we'll combine it. Well, I'll invest it for you. Will not address the tax issue. In many cases is not legally permitted to address the tax issue is not likely to look multi-generations and you can tell from the way she's written the email. She's, goodness, she's so sweet. She's more worried about her sons than she, I want to make it easy on them. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, here's something. Here's how to make it easy on them. Live another 25 years. Be financially independent the entirety of your life. Be happy. Be healthy. That's the way to make your sons really, really rich. You're, you're, you're going to do just fine. <laughs> Um, the number of questions, ironically, to get from point A to point B, how long would that take if you were sitting with her to kind of figure out where to from here? Um, I don't know, half-hour discussion? Yeah, I mean... No, not five hours. Half an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, you know, there's certainly 
other things we could talk about and ask. Like, for example, um, whenever someone who's in or near or in retirement already talks about Roth conversions, one of the things I like to figure out is will the RMDs that you're you're going to need to take or are taking now, do they exceed your need? Right. So that would be one area like in this conversation, if we had an opportunity to just sit down, I, I would want to talk about that, like the amount of money that you're going to need to take out of these IRAs for the foreseeable future. Does that is that more money than you need to spend or is it money you're going to need anyway? And I mean, I don't know if you agree with this, but it's I kind of like to talk about that because I, I tend to lean toward the if your RMDs exceed your spending need, then it makes more sense to still consider Roth conversions at this phase of your life to put that money away so that, you know, it's going to be growing tax free and for your for your heirs, as opposed to if it's money you're going to need to take out and spend to live on. Mm. It, it just doesn't seem as beneficial to me. That's very wise. Uh, you're, you're looking at well, first of all, you're you're creating a priority. Mom is the priority. Yes. Period. Um, and if the sons disagree, they can go pound sand. Um, th- this is mom has to be the priority. So, looking at her cash flow needs first and foremost drives everything else. Yeah, and she didn't really talk about no, that. Well, of course not. She's mom. Could, yeah, She's mom. yeah, She's but that worth. I would want to say, let's look at you first. Like, you know, how much are you spending? What are your other sources of income? How much of this money do we need to make sure you're relying on? And then we can talk about the legacy strategy secondary to that. That's how I would approach this conversation. So just take a little bit more time, but it's still not no, it's extensive. Am- it is rather amazing, uh, and, and we're very blessed. Our financial advisors across the board in, in our More Than Money World headquarters are all well-trained in all these aspects so that the conversation to get from I'm here because I want one account to the correct answer. The correct strategy can be done typically in less than an hour Mm -hmm. uh, with just the right questions Mm -hmm. and some gentle um, guidance in the right direction. Because anybody that's this sweet, we're going to be very, very gentle. (laughs) Uh, We have two minutes before we go to our first uh, commercial break. That means that you've got two minutes to go 610-720-7900. Actually, you've got more than that because we're going to be on after that. Icebreaker call, welcome, 610-720-7900. I want to send a shout-out myself to a good friend, Rook Jones, who, uh, if I don't know if it's this week or next, will be 75 years old, and he is one of the, one of the, most immature 75-year-olds I've ever known. Uh, is that a badge of honor? It is a badge like it. of honor. There is no question about it. Uh, we've known each other for decades, and uh, we are neck and neck for being the most immature seniors that you've ever met. He's got me by a few years, so he's... Uh, he's I more practiced. Yeah, he's the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah. He, is, he is not, I was going to say finished his round, not even, but, but he is... Uh, He's got the lead on me, without a doubt. But I think, and I think all of my uh, compatriots who work with me in the More Than Money World headquarters would agree, I got a real shot at this. (laughs) Most immature (laughs) American ever. My wife's listening going, you got it, buddy. You got it. (laughs) 
Ah, 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. I've got some emails on my phone. She'll get some emails on her phone. We'll answer emails and questions after this on More Than Money. there if you're uh, the billionaire winner we've already made the commitment full-time <laughs> dedicated 100% to you financial advisor at your service it's remarkable <laughs> the things we do for our clients I know that's, that's just that's the way very generous it, it's the way we are it's just <laughs> the way we are of course if you win a billion you don't get a billion no uh, I think uh, they said that the lump sum would be about four eighty. Oh, now we're kidding. <laughs> and then the taxes would be roughly half of that, so you end up with about two seventy. Hardly worth it. Forget it. Just kidding. Now I have to rethink that whole full-time dedicated financial advisor. Thing. Yeah. Nah, I think we can still do it. <laughs> we're just generous. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Gene at askmtm.com. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Lots going on here. Uh, markets are up lovely. We already talked about that. So we're in very, very good shape indeed. I have a fistful of emails. Am I the only one getting emails this morning? Um, yeah. Wow. Are you hurt? Are you yes, little, little... I am. Well, here, I'll make you feel better. We have a caller, so oh, why don't good. you I'm go I'm going to just the pretend that David called me since uh, no one's emailing me. Exactly. So good morning, David. Thanks for calling. Well, good morning, Jean and Alyssa. It's always good to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. We appreciate your call. How can we serve you this morning? Here's the situation. I have a, a daughter. She's in graduate school now. So we, we she got through her bachelor's program. And with no debt, but now in in the master's program, okay, it's for it's a for a physician assistant school. It's out of state, very expensive. My question is this: because uh, the the interest on the loans she's had so far, and now in it's a seven semester program, okay, right? and she's in her third semester, okay, so she's now already up to eighty thousand dollars on on the loan, starting September first. And I called the the, the company that that's managing the loan. They said starting September first. Yes, the interest will start. Start. Uh, I guess the word is cap, capital, capitalized back into the loan. What I'd like to do, I think, is a is a is is a is a good plan to to pay pay the interest. Right now, it's r- almost five hundred dollars a month just for the interest on that amount. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's my question: is is that a wise thing to do? And that way, when she graduates, it'll be December of twenty twenty four then it's on her, then the flat amount of the the, twi- the loan for the tuition 
uh, she'll have to she'll have to take over from there. It, your timing is impeccable because I'm um, my son's about to start school, and um, he was offered an unsubsidized loan, a small amount every year, and uh, you know we decided it makes sense for him to have some skin in the game. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, let's accept that loan. And that's, you know, part of the motivation of you got to do well in school. You know, you're paying part of the bill when, you, when you're done with school. And when I went through the um, educational process that they require before you accept a loan, it explained about how the interest starts to accrue, even though you're not required to make payments. And that's one of the things I was thinking about, David, was, hey, you know what? Maybe it'd be a good idea to pay the interest so that when he graduates the balance he owes isn't more than expected you know you 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 have that principal amount and that's what you think you're going to have to pay and if you don't pay the interest when that starts to accrue you you know you owe more than you know you you otherwise would have so um certainly it's a it's a way to help her make that more manageable um to keep the the loan balance down to this flat amount and um if that's something that you can afford and you're willing to do as a parent, um, I ag- agree. You know, she's not in a place right now where making loan payments is feasible and you want her to focus on her education. She's going to have a great job when she's done with this. And so hopefully making those loan payments isn't going to be um, too burdensome for her a- afterward. But um, I like your, your plan personally, and um, I think it's a nice, generous thing for you to do. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Yeah, the money for the for that interest is coming out of a, of a five twenty nine C, so it's not coming out of my pocket. It was coming what what I put aside over the years. Even for better, <laughs> even better. Yep, I'll tell you, I enjoy making that first tuition payment to school out of a five twenty nine plan. I was like, yep, all that time we've been saving, it's paying off now. That's what it's for. Um, that sounds perfect. Excellent. And she's aware of the Dave Ramsey, you know, beans and rice, rice and beans. And maybe she can knock this out. Have you have like a five year plan and knock that out real fast. So, Very okay, good. good. I just I, you confirmed, uh, you know, what I was planning on doing anyway. Well, let me ask you this. I called the, the, the company that handles the loan. They said that they would mail. Apparently, they like mail an invoice to you saying, OK, here's if you want to pay it here. They said they'd mail me something in, um, in I don't know, if it was the end of I think they said the end of August thing okay, mm-hmm. if you want to pay this here's what you're going to owe do you know anything is, does that sound um plausible yeah. to you yes okay yep and then okay. hopefully if if you prefer um the uh, online payment solution that you okay. know should be available and i would assume that information will be on that invoice you receive and you can set it up to make it easier moving forward yep 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 i've already talked to the five to, to the company that handles the 529c and they, they said yeah that's that's not an issue. Hey, thank you both. And, uh, and Alyssa, yeah, best wishes to you and your son and his uh, starting off college. And um, thank you very much. I listen every uh, every Saturday. And God bless you all. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for listening. And good luck to your daughter as well. God bless. God bless. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, we certainly need more physician assistance. Yes. Uh, medical care, critical. If uh, I'm going to hit my next goal, which is a healthy, happy 100, um, got to gotta stay healthy, got to be doing all the right things. God bless her. 80 grand is a serious sum of money, no question about it. I like his reference to Dave Ramsey. Getting, you, you tighten your belt. Yeah, rice and beans, mm-hmm. rice and beans. 
I don't know. Ramen. Rice and beans. Ramen? Yeah. Yeah, I'll mix it up a little. Let's do ramen tonight. Let's do noodles and beans. Ooh. Yeah, let's do Shrimp flavor. We're going to a seafood restaurant. Are we at Red Lobster? No, not exactly. Not exactly. Just but close your eyes. Exactly. You have no good imagination. You could come over in your um, oh, Olive Garden host oh. uniform and make it seem like it's Red Lobster. Nice. Nice. I'm sure Olive Garden would be happy for me representing Red Lobster. Look, I have loyalty. <laughs> you know, when I'm employed by get, a good firm, I stick with them. You don't want to get fired. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com. From a gentleman who writes, I will be 70 in October. Okay. I'm still working full time. I do not take Social Security payments yet. Okay. I received a letter from Social Security that I should start taking my payments now since there is no increase in the amount I will get after age 70 and I have no limit on the amount of salary I can earn while taking Social Security payments. So far, so good. I need to know what would be my tax liability by taking Social Security payments on top of my salary and what are my options? Uh, P.S. I keep working and running as I feel if I stop either one, I'll be finished living. I, I can relate. I love that. <laughs> good for him. Absolutely good for him. Yeah, that's great. This whole retirement thing is just so overrated. You know, it reminds me of something I heard on um, a podcast. And the source of this might seem silly, but it was Seth Rogen. Ugh. And he's a comedian. Ugh, but I'll tell you what, he's a very hard worker and he's a very prolific um creator of content and that's exactly the point of this he said on this podcast he was being interviewed by kevin hart um that he has he's a big believer in momentum and when you have it you keep it and when you lose it it's really impossible to get back and i was like oh that resonated with me so much because i always feel like if i stop my running routine mm. and slow down. I know how hard it is to get back. And that's exactly what this gentleman is saying. So I, I do believe momentum is a force that you benefit from maintaining it. And that applies to so many areas of our life. I agree 100%. Well said. Now, uh, as to the tax, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it, it simply doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It is a fact of life. Uh, you will still have more money after tax than you have now, you will not benefit by not paying the tax because uh, you are giving up free money that is yours that does not increase any further. So let's let's say your your benefits four thousand a month, and let's say you're in a very high tax bracket, thirty percent bracket. Yep, that's twelve hundred bucks in taxes. I get that. You still keep twenty eight hundred bucks. Yeah, that you didn't have before. That you didn't have before. <laughs> yep. And and there is no rational reason not to. So there are the what he says, what are the options? None. <laughs> you have one option. Take the money. Have the tax withheld so you don't oh, have to yeah, worry yeah, about there it. There you go. I like that. Yeah, but then the rest of it's all yours. So who cares that yeah. it's less than it would have been without the tax? You can't you can't avoid that. I like that. It doesn't matter. Exactly. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Um, And just remember, you can't run away from the IRS. No. Um, When he stops working, if he stops working, and he's only collecting Social Security, um, his tax liability will be lower. No, it won't. 
You don't well. No, you don't think because of his no. Because here's a guy. And... He's 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 still working at seventy. Doesn't want to stop working. I'm sure he's a saver. Mm. I'm reading between the lines, okay. but I'm interpreting who <laughs> this man is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh, he, he's saved a bunch. He's going to have RMDs. He's going to have Social okay. Security. He's going to have a oh, ton of well, money. Deal with it. Yeah, the whole uh, – and, and, and uh, 780 years ago when I studied for the Certified Financial Planner Program, uh, it was originally written on parchment, quill pens. And, mm-hmm. well, I thought you were going to say uh, it was carved into like stone, like well, chiseled. It wasn't and... carved in such ridiculous. <laughs> it was cuneiform on clay. But anyway uh, – <clears throat> Cuneiform. People out there going, what the hell is cuneiform? I was thinking the same thing. I don't even know what that is. It's pretty intellectual. You're going to be impressed. He knows stuff. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The every retirement planning assumption was uh, delay everything because you know you're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. And the vast majority of our clients are not Mm -hmm. because they saved hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, For folks who are in a lower tax bracket... It's because they don't have very much. Yeah. And that's that's kind of a shame. Yeah. That's kind of sad. That's probably not where you really want to go. Uh, 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com. A gentleman writes, I enjoy your show immensely. Ooh. Good mm, word. That, that is. is nice. It's like cuneiform. Um, and find it the most practical and useful financial information either on TV or online. I love that. that is, practical. I'm, I I love being uh, practical. We're all about practical. Yes. I am 62, still working full-time in a relatively well-paying job, plan to work until 65. My wife, who is older, is retired and receiving Social Security. We have about 650000 in retirement accounts, 401Ks, Roth IRAs, IRAs, and some after-tax accounts. We own our condo outright. We have about $14,000 in debt, which we are looking to pay off by the end of next year. Okay. My question is about the 650 we have. About 20% is in a Roth. Our tax rate is 22%. Should I convert more of the 401k and IRA to Roth? And if so, should I do it now or wait until I retire and be in a lower tax bracket? Ah. I would go back to what I said earlier. Go ahead. Um, and look, well, let's look at what your need is. How much do you, how much are you spending? How much do you think you're going to spend per month in retirement? And I think I would compare that to um, the amount of money that's in accounts that are going to require RMD, so IRAs, 401ks. And I would look at whether there's a great disparity there. I, I have a hard time when you're at, I'd love to hear what you have to say about this because it's been coming up a lot with discussions I'm having with with clients and and um, people who ask us for you know advice um, when you're at that stage of your life already and in this case he's working hmm. so um, I struggled to say it makes sense to pay tax to convert at this point again if you're gonna end up needing to rely on that money mm. anyway mm-hmm. if he if you're not let's say there's a pension in the picture or something mm-hmm. and you're not gonna need it then it might make sense to pay the tax now and put it into into Roths that's uh, to me an important piece of information to ask if he's 40 I say yeah let's look at converting it in pieces over time because it's got but, a lot but, of time to grow tax but he's deferred not, but not he's not 40 he's old older he's old he's 62 he's old yeah teasing come on 
Uh, okay. I, I like the concept. I like what you're saying. I think that makes a great deal of sense. And I'm, I'm going to say it in a slightly different way. Okay. And, and, and I, I've, I hope that, that the way I say it is going to resonate with some people out there. And, and then you tell me if that's what you meant. Okay. Okay. So let's say 650 and we're going to use the current rule of thumb 4% just for fun. Sure. Is uh, 26,000 bucks a year. Okay. And you have asked these folks, what do you need in retirement? They have added up their combined social security and whatever other income they have. And they are, huh. $26,000 a year short. Huh. Well, well, then that means if they did convert, I'm, I'm picking a simple number, 100 grand in the 22% bracket. Okay. Mm-hmm. They lose 22,000 of capital that, that would produce income for the rest of their lives that they need. Income that they need. This is not a, well, it would be nice if we had more, but it's okay because it's tax-free. No, I need the 26000 bucks. Yeah. You can't reduce your capital you, and, 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 and converting to a Roth IRA reduces your capital. You are paying out taxes. It's gone forever. It, you can't reduce your capital if you need the income from all of your capital. Right. That's what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So the first calculation has nothing to do with taxes. It has to do with, uh, and Alyssa said it very, very well. What do you need in retirement as your monthly income? What do you have coming in? As my mama would have said, come hell or high water, the Social Security is going to be direct deposited to your account. It doesn't matter what the stock market's doing. It doesn't matter what the interest rates are doing. If you have a pension... Maybe you have an annuity payout. These are all hell or high water. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, is that enough? Does that cover your expenses or not? And if the answer is or not, then I don't care about taxes. You got to keep every penny right where it is. Right. Now let's, let's assume for a second, gosh, 26000 We We are saving money before we take anything out of our investments. Our Social Security, our annuity, our, our pension, whatever our income is, is way more than we're spending. Mm-hmm. Now we need to talk about conversion. Yes. And becoming Jewish is one of the most effective. <laughs> it's not that kind of conversion. Oh, no. something different. No. Totally different. Yeah, I understand yes. how you got that confused. Yeah. but yeah. Now, for somebody who's 62 and still working and his wife has Social Security she's already taking, which means it's likely that a chunk of her social security is already being taxed, maybe as much as 85% of it. Mm-hmm. They're in the 22% bracket. Did I remember that correctly? Uh, I should have kept that open. Mind. I mm. didn't I, remember him saying that, uh, but I, I may have made that up. Uh, we're in the 22% oh, look bracket. At you. Look did, at you. That's mine. Like a steel trap. <laughs> yeah. Old and rusty. Um, so, the idea of being in a lower tax bracket is either correct or a figment of his <laughs> imagination. And uh, we have, fortunately, in our More Than Money World Headquarters, tools that can project out based on reasonable assumptions. Hey, if you retire at 65, what is your income? And it can calculate your tax bracket. Mm-hmm. 
based on current tax laws, which obviously can change. But the reality is now you're making that decision. Hey, right now it's 22. If I wait three years, it's going to be 14. Well, then you wait. Or, hey, if I wait three years, we're still making so much money that it's still 22. Yeah. Then, then you don't wait. Yeah. 22 is your minimum. Yeah. Um, his inclination is to do some conversions. They've got 650, some of which is already in the Roth. I, I would typically hedge my bets with an individual like this, and I would have them convert 20 grand a year for the next three years. And the 22% bracket is going to cost them 4,500 bucks a year. That's not great, but they've now converted. It, hopefully they pay the tax outside of the IRA, but it, they've now converted 60,000 more dollars into the Roth. And if their bracket drops, they can convert more because at 65, he still has eight years before RMDs kick Right. In. Yeah. No, eight years. John, he's always guessing. <laughs> he just keeps holding up numbers. Well, actually, no. He keeps holding up one number. Five. It's always five. He always thinks it's five. He always thinks it's five. Or less. The Beatles always thought nine, number nine, <laughs> number nine. 610-720-7900. Uh, nice. Uh, let me make sure I have got that under control. That's good, and that is good, and this is good. Um. This young lady would like to help her child. Her child is going through a divorce. They, her child would like to buy their divorced spouse out of the home. Okay. And the question is how best to furnish the money. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to violate her confidences because mm. son, daughter, doesn't matter. How best to furnish the money to the, her child is it setting up a loan or just giving it to the child? Uh, I, I, and, and she ends by saying, I know there are tax implications, so I need to be careful on what I do. Mm. Um, definitely recommend working with a lawyer and having an actual like mortgage document drafted. What if she just gives it to him? Well, that it, it depends whether she should do that or not depends on her situation. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You are 100% correct without a doubt. Before she does anything, forget the tax implications. We need to know the financial implications. Have you ever run into a situation where mom wants to do something to help one of her children that is not in her best interest? Of course. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's like 70% of the things that moms want to do. They put their babies first. Yes. Please don't do that. <laughs> please, please, please. And the, the conversations can be agonizing. Mm-hmm. I want to because they really need the help. You really need to protect yourself. You really need to be healthy, happy, 100, and not run out of money. Yeah. Uh, how will you feel in 10 years when you go to your son and say, I need that money back? Right. And he says, I spent it. I'm sorry. I didn't think you would need it back. Thanks for helping me with the house. By the way, I went bankrupt. It's gone. Yeah. Um, these are things that have to be figured out in advance. The only money, whether it's a loan or a gift, that I would um, even allow her to consider is money that she has a reason, a, a reasonable expectation she will never need. If she won the billion-dollar lottery, Ooh. then she could help them out easily. And buy a private plane. <laughs> 
you know what? That's the only thing I would change is a private plane. You, you would want one? If I got one? a billion, yeah, if I got $250 million net after yeah. tax, private plane. Well, yeah, that would be cool. But maybe you might also want to consider a helicopter because you could use that to get to and from work probably. Like a plane, you can't just land at the office, but we could probably land a chopper like in the side yard if we cut down the trees. One of those little mini copters. Yeah. yeah. Just like two seater. Yeah. Well it looks like a like a water bug. Yeah. Uh, so that would be handy, you know what I mean? It Again, would be being handy, back to being practical. Especially if if it was as dangerous as I think it is. <laughs> yeah, my wife Diane, if that is her real name, is going. Oh yeah, you got to buy one. I though. think she already ordered it. <laughs> you got to buy one. And, you know, it's really windy out there. Nah, come on, suck it up, Buttercup. Don't be you a can, wimp. Yeah, don't be a wimp. But but there's like thunder and lightning. Yeah, you're gonna see it even better from up in the in the sky. You're gonna get a close up look. That's when it's really exciting. You go, oh, that's hurtful. Uh, but no, private plane. That's the only thing. Because air air travel. Uh. Oh, I, I know. I was talking with a client who travels for work on a regular basis. And he's like, if it could do without the whole airport mm. nonsense, it wouldn't be so bad. But it takes so long. The strip searches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pat downs. <coughs> I got in line That's why you travel. <laughs> Last time I traveled, I got in line three times. Gonna... <laughs> 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at askmtm.com and uh, one of Alyssa's favorite songs of all time maybe Philly Funk will play this tonight at Holy Family Festival we should talk about that after the break (laughs) on More Than Money that for you indeed welcome back to more than money i'm joined by your host Alyssa young mm-hmm. and uh, i'm allowed to say that on occasion so that's good and if you would like to join us we would welcome that indeed all you need to do is give us a call 610-720-7900 you can send us emails Alyssa a-l-y-s-s-a at askmtm.com gene g-e-n-e at askmtm.com and you can share our show with anyone that has access to the internet, anywhere that they may be, they go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com, and they hit the Listen Live button. And if they have a question while they're listening, they hit the Ask Gene button. And it is a really, really useful way to get from point A to uh, point B and have us assist you. You are the reason we are the most relevant financial show in radio today and um, also on TV as well because uh, we offer practical real-world answers to real-world questions. We are not about the, the, the theoretical or standard deviations on the um, differential between mm-hmm. dividend payment dates on the ex-dividend date versus if you hold mm. the mutual fund through the ETF period. I use my calculus um, 
all the time. Right. My calculus education, it's so important. I had a calculus once. <laughs> it was on the outside of my knee. Ouch. <laughs> Those things hurt. I'll tell you right now. Uh, Gunther was teasing me on the break that uh, I'm not acting old enough. Oh. You got you to gotta move old. You got to sound old. You gotta, please. I thought he had that part pretty much covered, but. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. If you are just joining us, welcome. Uh, and if you are going, whoa, I missed a full hour. Mm, yup, but you still have access to it because on Monday, John, through the miracles of modern technology, will get that over to uh, Megan in the More Than Money World Headquarters. She'll have that posted on our website around noon. We have uh, a full year, fifty-two weeks of shows, podcasts there. Lots of our uh, TV shows, videos from uh, PBS and BRC uh, are there as well. And yes, it does make us a pretty interestingly different financial advisory group when you consider that uh, we have uh, two hours of weekly radio and uh, two TV shows in two different venues. Yeah, it's pretty different. Hmm. There aren't very many financial advisors. Okay, maybe none that have that kind of uh, exposure, that kind of commitment to providing as much information as we possibly can. Uh, tons of content, tons of answers, tons of assistance, tons of service. Uh, and we're happy to do it. We're happy to do it. Well, I mean, Alyssa's not, but I mean, I am personally. It's just, she's always over <laughs> That's there. That's not true. Uh, market's up nicely. Um, hundred Just over a billion dollars on one of the mega millions or whatever. And uh, we've made a firm commitment. We made that announcement this morning, and we're going to stick with it. Mm -hmm. If you win that billion dollars and you come to us to be your financial advisor, we will give you a full-time, 100% dedicated to no one else but you, financial advisor for all your needs. That's pretty good. Yeah, how can you pass that up? Yeah, I don't know how you pass that up. Uh, I, I, speaking of, pa wow, perfect perfect segue. I know. Perfect segue. Did that on purpose. Uh, I'm a pro. No idea. <laughs> um, speaking of passing it up, I have three invitations to dinner. Uh, let's why don't see. I ever get these invitations this one's, to dinner? Uh, American Lobster. Nobody this invites, is right up from your house. Yeah, nobody invites me to dinner. Uh, Pepe's Bistro. It's, I haven't been there for years, but uh, I understand very, very good. Stroud's more outstanding. None of these Out. are at Olive Garden where you work. Uh, well, no, I wouldn't. That's a good point. Actually, once they heard I worked there, then apparently they don't have dinner seminars. Um, and and the what was the segue? You said something. And then Pass that up. Pass that up. Uh, I'm looking for and and if you get these invitations as well, you should be looking for the reasons why you would pass this up. Okay. <laughs> uh, and one jumped right out at me. Here's a gentleman. He's <clears throat> going to American Lobster. Um, goodness. Uh, in the agenda, Social Security, you will learn strategies to help you optimize your Social Security. And then in the disclaimer at the bottom, uh, we do not give tax or Social Security advice. <laughs> uh, oh, um, yeah, John's there. So okay, yeah. uh, the, 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 the oh third item on their list, taxes in retirement. Disclaimer, we do not give tax or Social Security <laughs> These are what are referred to as red flags of guys saying two different things on the same piece of paper. I looked this gentleman up. By the way, his office is uh, 
100 yards from the Sayadaw. Mm, okay. And um, his claim to fame is he was a high school social studies teacher. <laughs> and uh, I got I to gotta uh, tell you, educators, you make me nervous. Uh, m- more college can educators. Can I go to this for entertainment purposes? Um, yeah, well, that's kind of interesting because most of these have disclaimers that say you're not allowed to come if you're a financial advisor. Uh, first-time attendees only, so you're not allowed to just have dinner every 20 minutes. First-time at American Lobster or first-time at their seminar? Because <laughs> I've been to American Lobster. Oh, yeah, Lobster. I've been there, too. Okay. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. It's okay. It's not. I mean, it's not dreadful. Mm. No, come on. The service is always nice. They're very, very nice people. Events uh, not sponsored, views and opinions. They don't represent anybody. Uh, they can provide information. We do not give tax or social security advice. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here's another red flag. Um, may identify potential retirement inc- income gaps and introduce insurance products such oh. as a fixed annuity as a potential solution. <clears throat> I can, let me think. What are the odds that a fixed annuity uh, or fixed index annuity or fixed of some kind comes up since he's only licensed to sell insurance and annuities? I would say 100%. Ah, we are right there. It's 100%. Oh, wow. Uh, so this one, Peppies, let me see. That's so funny, though. I have to say, let me reread that. Uh, gaps and in, potential income gaps might, might come up. Uh, now, this one was really, really interesting because, um, be our guest, complimentary meal, keynote speaker, and, and it mentions this woman's name. She is a dedicated and focused insurance professional. Okay, got it. That was very clear. Topics to be covered. Inflation. Okay. Global economy. What impact could the Russia-Ukraine crisis have on the economy? And as you're planning strategy appropriate she is only licensed as an insurance professional Um, there are very stringent rules about what insurance professionals can do because they are not investment advisors they are not licensed they are not allowed to recommend that you roll money out of a 401k they are not even allowed to recommend that you roll money from an ira which by the way where most folks have the bulk of their money yeah So they're not allowed to. Uh, So in the small print disclaimer, you may receive information regarding the purchase of insurance, including fixed indexed annuities. Duh. No products are sold at the event. Uh, uh, Come on. Like, okay, are you done with your dessert? All right, sign this application. No, that we, yeah. we didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, applications are too long to... Oh, uh, goodness. So that one's bad. And then this one... Um, it's actually a very nice place to eat dinner, damaging impact of taxes. You, do you need to go to a seminar to learn that taxes are damaging? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Risks to the current economy, how to preserve and present. Seating is limited. Um, so where are the red flags? You go to the small print. Uh, insurance products are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. So, again, when the highlight is the insurance products piece, you've got to be aware. You are in the, the crosshairs. You are the you are Bambi, and this is the hunter. The, the challenge is that people who go to these or receive these invitations um, don't 
necessarily understand all the, you know, you don't understand all those products, right? They're complicated. And the way it's presented in this group setting with dinner from someone whose sole objective is to sell them is not going to be, do a good job of telling you if it's really truly the right thing for your unique situation. So what might they do? Um, sit down with an actual fiduciary mm. financial advisor and explain, instead of starting with the product, you need to start with you, mm. your situation. And it, the thing that drives me nuts about that is it makes it seem like annuities are bad because either only sold them and pitched them in these inappropriate situations. But the truth of the matter, as we've said many times, is that the annuities can be excellent tools for you if it fits. And you have no way of figuring out if it truly fits for you when you're sitting at American Lobster having a steak or or a lobster or crab legs or whatever you're eating. It's just not the right way to get to that the result. focus is on the wrong part of the equation. Yes. The equation has to start with you. Yes. And what's appropriate for you, what's in your best interest. They start with what's appropriate for them, what's right. in their best interest. And their best interest, if you're moving $100,000, is an annuity that if you spend two hours with them and finish the paperwork, will pay them $8,000 or more. So in what world are they worth four thousand dollars an hour no and now we are uncovering um put these aside not naming names but we are uncovering situations where the annuity salespeople are doing some pretty dreadful things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is not to say that all the folks who are doing these are doing dreadful things no but it is to say that the inclination the temptation is certainly there if the way you get paid, amazingly well paid, is to make sure that the client, even if they have to kind of you know put the square peg in the round hole a little bit, signs the paperwork, as opposed to financial advisors. And, and yes, would we love to have you come through the front doors of our More Than Money World Headquarters? Of course we would. Well, actually, we don't know you yet, so... I will make that decision after you've come through the front doors. <laughs> if you're nice. If you're nice and, and, and like-minded. That's that's right. one of my new favorite phrases, like-minded. And and you get a real sense from our radio and our TV shows of, of how we think and the types of values that we represent. Uh, we're conservative politically. We're conservative financially. Um, we are we are grinders. We are slow and steady wins the race. We want to do the right thing all the time. If that fits you, that's fantastic. And if it doesn't, don't call because right. it's not going to fit you. I, I want to touch on. The, I was thinking about this the other day. The commission thing. Mm. When we talk about these folks selling annuities and like, oh, they just made you know four thousand dollars or eight thousand mm. dollars. The the problem with that is that these people might sell you this product after spending an hour at dinner and mm. an hour at the most filling out, you know, signing your application, and then they're, like, done with you. Mm. It's different when you're looking at a relationship with an advisor 
who knows you, who's serving you, who's meeting with you on a regular basis, who's developed a lifetime partnership with you. If selling you an annuity is a solution that you need, and yes, they earn a commission, but they're putting in the time mm. to, to work with you forever, not just sell you something and walk away. So yes, annuities, we earn commissions when we sell annuities, but in our case, we're only doing it as part of this long-term relationship. We're investing in you too. And I just, I don't know, I, it came into my mind the other day and I felt the need to kind of make the distinction. Do you, yeah, do you know what I'm getting at? I, I do indeed. Uh, now let me give you an example. Um, the vast majority of the work that we do, the vast majority, 92%, is on a fee-based. Mm-hmm. And if if these folks make an 8% commission, and I've seen commissions as high as 14%, but let's use 8 as an example, it would take one of our advisors eight years of serving their clients to get the same compensation yeah. that these salespeople are getting in two hours. Yeah. Which do you want? Do you want a financial advisor who is willing to invest eight years in getting to know you, doing the right thing? And, and by the way, you could leave at any moment. So there's no guarantee that by shifting it into the correct mode, the correct platform, that they're going to make the same income. Yeah. But it will be eight years before they break even off of what these folks will do in a couple of hours. Yeah. And you are absolutely correct. Once they have gotten your money, what is their motivation to assist you in any other way? They don't get paid again. No. Unless and they even, try to change, sell you a different annuity, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> which twisting. is the problem uh, we've been uh, running into with some oh, of them. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're quite right. Some of the commissions that some of the annuities that we're using uh, have commissions. They are not available in non-commissionable form. No, right. But we uh, are. I think our average commission, I would say, is around three percent. Our average holding period is five years. So the reality is. Not only are, are we uh, not getting 8% in two hours, uh, we, we're getting 0.6% per year for the five years. Less than we would make if we invested the money yeah, for you. Right. So uh, from our standpoint, we have no vested interest. We have no financial incentive to sell you an annuity. We have a fiduciary responsibility to to acquire one for you when it's appropriate. Yes. I thought it was important that we explain uh, it That's very good. Because we were talking about it a lot lately. So. And speaking of talking about it, <laughs> let's go let's, back to the phone. Let's talk about what's on Gary's mind this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. Thanks for calling. Oh, Gary said, I don't want to talk to you people anymore. Gary, come back. Come back, Shane. <laughs> come back. Sorry. Me, I, me. No, he hit, a, he hit a dead zone. Oh, maybe. Not very well, many dead zones around, but there's a few. Yep, and then you always like know exactly where they are. I, uh, yep. I can think of two that are within like two miles of my house, right off the top of my head. Yep. Oh, that must be painful. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Alyssa at askmtm dot com. Gene at askmtm dot com. Uh, okay. When determining if we have enough money saved for retirement. Does the money being collected from Social Security count as part of our investment value? We have 605000 in our investment accounts, and we earn 4400 per month from Social Security. Currently, we don't have to withdraw any money from our investments. We own our home. We have no debt, capital letters, good for them, 
See, they share our value system. Mm -hmm. We actually save six to eight hundred per month. We just need to be reassured that our money plans are solid. We would also like to know if our return on investments earns four percent and our RMDs would be about four percent annually. Does that mean our investment balance would not reduce in value? These are very good questions. Yeah. All right. So let's start at the top. Uh, if we start at the top, does it count? Uh, does your Social Security benefit count as uh, towards your investment value? In a sense, it could. So if Alyssa had her Texas instrument calculator with her, <laughs> she could do a present value of $4,400 a month uh, based on your age, whatever mm -hmm. your age might be, mm -hmm. uh, and your reasonable life expectancy. So if you're making approximately $50,000 per month, I'm sorry, per year, and your life expectancy is 15 years, you're going to get 750 grand over 15 years. The, the, the present value is going to be somewhere, I'm, I'm guessing, but it'll be close, 300 grand. So if you want to kind of have a sense of what does that mean to mm, me, okay. you've got 600 in investments. Your Social Security has a, a present value of about 300000 you You are, quote, unquote, worth pushing a million bucks. The reality is, for the second question, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. No. What matters is your cash flow. Mm -hmm. And you've already laid it out beautifully. You own your own home. You have no debt. You are saving money. And you haven't touched your investments. So whether we count the present value of Social Security or not isn't terribly relevant. The impact that it has on your financial picture is dramatically relevant. You guys are killing it. Yep. <laughs> and and by the way, your observation that if your RMDs are 4% and you make 4%, it doesn't go down is absolutely correct. As a matter of fact, if you are reasonably, I mean, gosh, you could do a five and a quarter percent CD right now. I wouldn't recommend 100% in CDs. No. But if you did, not only would it not go down, it would go up. Yeah. And if you have an, what we refer to as an evergreen investment strategy, one that is solid um, in, in up markets and down, and, and let's say just for the sake of argument, you're averaging 6.5%, mm -hmm. your money is going to go up at a very nice pace, which is interesting for the two of you since you don't need it. It may give you an opportunity to do some pretty interesting things. Maybe you do the travel plans that you weren't sure you could afford to do. Yeah. Uh, if you've got 4%, 24 grand a year, that's two or three really nice trips. Maybe you start laying out your bucket list. I want to see the Grand Canyon. I want to see England. I want to. Uh, I want to. Costa Rica. Do it. Absolutely. Hey, I think I've always wanted to help the grandkids. You get twenty-four grand a year, every year. It's not going to go away. And if you're really interested in, it's not going to go away. There's lots of guaranteed positions out there yeah. as well. Yeah. This uh, last piece of this mm -hmm. is the analogy that you like to use with the goose and the eggs, what? right? Eat the eggs. So your uh, return on investments is equal to your RMD. Your investment balance doesn't reduce in value. That means your investments, your principal is like a goose, mm -hmm. and you're only eating the eggs. You're not killing the goose. So the goose keeps laying eggs every year. You can keep eating them every year, and the goose doesn't go away. That's a beautiful thing. 
And if we are very lucky, very fortunate, and everything falls into place as it should, instead of making what you're taking out, you make just a little extra. Mm -hmm. And then the goose gets a little fatter. (laughs) So that when you take out 10 years from now, you're not taking 24 out, you're taking 30,000 out. Yeah, the goose lays more eggs. More, bigger eggs. (laughs) Bigger eggs. Bigger eggs. (laughs) Bigger eggs. Uh, it's, It's fantastic. Now, one thing before I forget, and sadly... If I follow Gunther's advice and start walking more like an old guy, I can talk like an old guy. I don't too. think you should listen to nah, Gunther. Nah, that's a good point. So, um, hey, who's more immature than me? <laughs> Nobody. So, yes, your RMDs are 4% at the beginning. They do not stay 4%. No. So they will rise. Initially, they rise pretty slowly. that kind of thing. In the later years of your life, the RMDs will rise rather dramatically. This goes back beautifully to one of the questions that we explored in the first hour where we were talking about if you have more money than you currently need, Mm -hmm. would converting to a Roth make some sense? And the answer is, yeah. Uh This is a very interesting opportunity to look at the 605, find out how much is in a standard IRA or 401k, and get a plan in place to do these conversions so that when you get to be 80, 85, 90, you're not going, oh, they're making me take out all this money and it's crunching me. Right. Do it now while you can afford to do it. And later you can be tax-free. Nice. In five minutes? I was kidding because he always says five and then I don't look back. So, so. <laughs> uh, we're coming up on our last break of the show, which gives you an opportunity. We'll have 23 and a half minutes left when we come back from that break to answer your questions. 610-720-7900. It might give Gary the opportunity to call back in with his annuity question. Happy to talk to you about that. Uh, if if you have an annuity question, and who in the world wouldn't? Maybe we answered it while we were no. talking about annuities well, maybe. and he hung up. <laughs> but you want to talk about flavors? Flavor, flavor. Flavors of annuities? Lots. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. 610-720-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money. They play it at Olive Garden all the time. <laughs> you know, when you're on you're on a split shift and you're tired already, <laughs> oh, you got to come in and close. Oh, my gosh. I had to check up on all those guys in the back stealing stuff out through the delivery service door. Do you have to roll the silverware in the napkins? Everybody's going, what is he talking about? If you were with us last week, 
LinkedIn uh, sent me a list of suggested job openings that I would be really qualified for. <laughs> there was a financial journalist job. Mm-hmm. There was a financial advisor job. Entry level. A fin- <laughs> yeah, financial <laughs> educator job. And host at the Olive Garden, mm-hmm. which... Uh, it's been fun to pretend that Jean took that job and works there on the weekends and in the evenings. Actually, the rumor in the office is I... I've, I've had that job at the More Than Money World headquarters now for many years. Yeah. <laughs> just, he's just the, the maitre d'. Actually, we have some lunches, uh, team lunches scheduled next week. So maybe you can show us your skills and, you know, seat everyone. Like, let me see you to your table kind of yeah. thing. I'll look forward to that. Yeah, maybe you could. <laughs> <laughs> I was a waitress for a few years. Yeah, I was a dishwasher. Yeah, that's yeah. how I started. I like to tell my kids, I got hired at Pizza Joe's when I was 14 I begged the owner to give me a job, and as soon as I was 14 and I could get working papers, he hired me, mm. and my job was a dishwasher. Mm. That lasted for about five seconds, and then I was waiting tables, but we all did everything, so uh, I also yeah. washed dishes, but um, I do. I asked about the rolling the silverware, because that's one of the things we always had to do at the end of the night, was roll a whole basket full of silverware for the next day. Were you ever the host? We didn't have one. Of course not, because... It takes a certain skill oh. set. Please. Oh, gosh. You're right. I could I mean, not. I have personally, possibly. personally, I personally have received a direct invitation mm-hmm. from LinkedIn You're right. to apply for a generic. <laughs> LinkedIn did not suggest that I apply for that job. You're right. But then again, my waitress experience is not on my resume on LinkedIn. Maybe I should add that and see what happens. Yeah, you're still a pretty good server. Still a pretty good server. <laughs> Thanks. 610-720-7900. Gene at com. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Uh, MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Uh, gosh, I had Gunther in my mind for some other reason. Oh, uh, they announced the billion dollar at the news. They announced the billion dollar uh, lottery drawings next Tuesday. So, you know, there's mega gonna be millions, a, uh, mega millions. Right. Uh, so there, there's going to be a lot of people praying, praying, praying. They tell Gunther was telling me on the break that he had heard about all that, that there's a gentleman that has been praying to win the lottery for 15 years. Every week prays, please, Lord, let me win the lottery this week. Mm-hmm. And finally this week. God, it God spoke to him. Mm. Now, you know what? You don't walk on somebody's punchline. You are the worst. You are. You call yourself a co-host and you just you trash. Are the worst. That's like you the- are the worst. I cannot. You just walk. I just saw it coming for like five minutes. The plate glass window of a punchline. Of course it was, but you let the guy deliver and then go, oh, I could see it coming from, you don't walk on it. God spoke to him and uh, said, buy a freaking ticket. Okay, okay wow. <laughs> moving on. Just, it's my own fault. I, I invited her. It's my own true. fault. This, folks, this is my last week on More Than Money. I'm thinking, hello, John, John, are you listening? John? Uh-huh. John? No, not, oh. <laughs> not that John. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I can go on. I have 20, mm. 22 minutes. I don't think I'll make it. I don't think I, this is the last. See time. this job, this 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 job that you have uh, off hours is just taking a toll. You can't do both. <sighs> <laughs> I, uh, oh, no. it, uh, okay. 
Let's move on. I, I'm trying. I'm exhausted. I, I, Do you I, mean to read that? No, I need I need a drink. I just <laughs> something, um, a little bourbon. Just just take the edge off. Just there's nothing in there. No alcohol in there whatsoever. Correct. That's uh, true. It's I, coffee. If it were Kahlua or Bailey's or Bailey's and coffee. I've never tried that. Is it? Is that? Is that how that? Well, Kahlua is like coffee it's so liqueur, right? So funny that you say that because last night I had Bailey's strawberries and cream or something. Wow. On ice. So. And I said, "Are you supposed to put this in coffee?" And Zach's like, "I don't know. Uh, Just drink that." <laughs> so let me think. She walks on on on, on joke lines, and she's an alcoholic. It's <laughs> so. And, and don't it, spread that rumor. That's not <clears throat> true. It's it's not spreading rumors. If if it's not a rumor, um, oh my god! Um, my wife and I are both fifty-four. No, you're not. Uh, um, and she would be pissed if I said she was fifty-four because she's not that either. No. Nope. Uh, I am the primary earner with a six-figure salary and equal bonus opportunity. Nice. My wife works part-time for extra income. For the purposes of our discussion, we can assume. The, our primary savings vehicle is my bonus, and that we live off my paychecks. So he's making, say, a hundred grand a year. They live on that. They save the hundred grand or so of bonus. Okay. Okay. We have 1.4 million in 401ks. We have about 750 in cash. We do have a $400,000 low interest rate mortgage on our home, which is valued at approximately 900,000. 30,000 a year in various pensions. Obviously, Social Security, when it comes around, estimated at around 70000 at age at age 70. So she, no, that would make sense. If he's maxing, mm-hmm. then he would be, age 70 would be about 50 for him. She would get basically half, not quite half of that. Whoa. So that's a very good, very good calculation. Good for you. Uh, we own our cars. We have no credit card debt. Professionally, I am exhausted. Hmm. I have in mind I, uh, to, to want to downsize my, my career in 2026 when I am 57, okay. when, when we are 57. Mm-hmm. Finances aside, my biggest concern is health care yeah. and bridging the gap. I am not retiring. In fact, I would look for a different job that perhaps offers health care, part-time work. Mm-hmm. Private insurance is always an option. We are both generally healthy. My modeling shows all this is possible. What am I missing? I would offer to start, but you would just walk on my line no. anyway. Um, go ahead. As soon as he said modeling, he had me right up to the word modeling. Uh, what are you missing? Everything. You, you're making assumptions. I guarantee you all of them are wrong. Guaranteed. And And so if you're making your decisions based on a model that is inherently flawed... That's a bad idea. Having uh, models that have uh, high probabilities is is crucial if you're going to do any modeling at all. And I am I I am I, I I am not the bearer of bad tidings. You have access, certainly through more than money world headquarters, to a modeling program that would give you a much higher probability. Of, of being correct um, in terms of your your at least initial financial modeling any projections that are beyond about 
in my mind, three years. Eh, 50-50 at best. Things change so rapidly. Tax brackets change. Interest rates change. Rates of return change. You change. You're predominantly healthy now. You find out you're not so healthy. Uh, the long-term care needs. Uh, your low-interest loan gets called, and it's now a high-interest loan. So things change. You can, you can do uh, a lot with models and projections, but the ultimate is you, you are going to make your best decision, your best informed decision on, on what you know uh, at the moment, and it's all based on probabilities. Okay. Yeah. And? And? It certainly sounds like their financial situation is strong. The projected incomes seemingly matches up pretty close to what they're spending now. We need a little more. They're spending 100. They're they're getting 100 from their Social Security and their pension. Yeah, exactly. Um, So my biggest concern Mm. Is his well-being. Ooh, without a doubt. Excellent. So that's where we need to focus. Or, okay, you've done a good job of saving, earning, you know, high earning, saving, putting that away. Um, You have a mortgage. We could talk about that. We could look at knocking that down sooner so that by the time you lower your income, you don't have maybe a mortgage payment or not for much longer. That might be Mm -hmm. an area to focus, a strategy for now. But beyond that... um, you don't want to run yourself into the ground so that you stop working and you could live well and travel and do the things you want to do, but you're now sick or your life expectancy is shorter. If you're if you're exhausted now and um, you have the means to, to, to slow things down, I think that's something uh, it's important to, 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 to focus on. Like he said, I mean, he said to, to downsize the career and and maybe, but maybe do we have to wait till fifty seven to do that? I don't I don't know. Um, healthcare is unfortunately one of the things that keeps people working until they're sixty five, even if they don't feel like they really have any more gas in the tank. Do, do we have any idea what healthcare might cost for this couple currently? <laughs> I think hmm. that when you're buying private health insurance, it's like a thousand a month per person. Okay, let's use that. Let's use that, and we don't know if that's exactly. I don't. Right. It's but, but let's use ballpark. Twenty-five grand a year. Got it. Okay. So let's paint the scenario that he gets out of his job now. Mm-hmm. Okay. They still have to live. Yep. And living includes. Um, health care. Mm-hmm. It does now. They're they're paying in some way, shape, or form. So let's let's use a uh, hundred grand as an example. If if they spend the entire seven fifty between now and when he quote unquote retires, mm-hmm. stops working, um, that's likely going to take them out because they're going to invest the money. They're going to pull it out over time. I'm going to say ten years. So that takes him close to his, he's at, what, now? He's 54. So 64. The, if he adds nothing to their savings in that 10-year time frame, the $1.4 million at 7.2%, mm-hmm. assuming, there are no guarantees, but assuming he can get an average of 7.2%, if they add nothing to their savings, the 1.4 is 2.8 million. 
And so they now have three years that they've got to cover the gap. And and this is not only assuming, I under this scenario, I'm assuming they're saving nothing else. And he has not been employed. Right. Because if they need 100 and he gets a new job that's like chill, and even if he makes 30 or 40, that covers all the medical expenses. Yes. And, and life is grand. But I've assumed he makes nothing, they save nothing. He's 67, they have 2.8 million, they have to cover three years. And if two point... Yeah, they ought to be able. It's going to be squeaky. It's going to be t- a little tight because they need a hundred thousand a year off of two point eight million. Oof. I don't know. That's really uh, that's a rounding error. Yeah. Uh, on two point eight million, goodness, lovely. Yeah. So um, I really like where you started the conversation, which is, dude, your health has to be your highest priority. That makes the that that is. Once we lock that in, then we have to find these ways, mm-hmm. and and we have to be able to understand, um, the the underlying impact, which is you got to make it work. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Otherwise, you won't be around to spend that. Uh, you know, the two million. No, that you, she'll be spending yeah. it with her boyfriend. That's wrong. <laughs> you worked all those years, and he's living in your house. That's just wrong. That's, I would tell you a joke, but you would already walk on the line. So, forget it. Uh, well, if it's obvious, I can't help it. Yeah, apparently I'll not. I'll try to do better. I'm sorry. Yeah, apparently I'm sorry. not. Focusing LinkedIn on his- did not recommend you become a comedian. Okay. <laughs> Didn't. didn't LinkedIn didn't uh, recommend a stand-up comic yeah, gig. I, I didn't invite you on here to walk on my line. <laughs> um, so focusing on health first, absolutely yes. s- super smart. Um, he's 54, which in today's job environment means he is prime meat. Oh. He is fillet mignon. He is what everybody's out there looking for. Somebody super smart, super accomplished, uh, seasoned, well-seasoned, good judgment. Oh, my goodness. Uh, To make 30, 40, 50 grand a year, falling off the turnip truck, he could do that so easily. And in most cases, health care included, 401K included, yada, yada, yada. And and so he's going to have his pick of appropriate, stressless, enjoyable uh, employment. But even if he doesn't, they can he'll do it. He'll be okay. He'll, yeah. he'll be okay. Yeah, he shouldn't feel the pressure to keep earning the salary he's earning. at the. It's just not worth it You don't when you don't have to, to put yourself through that if you're really feeling like exhausted and stressed and it's not necessary you you're in a good good place that's and i love when we can deliver that news oh instead of the like you have to stick it out sorry buddy (laughs) and and how often and you've done this a fair number of times as i have how often do you go through the numbers you turn to somebody usually husband and wife and go dude you guys could retire tomorrow yeah and they lose their poop they just you're kidding yeah. oh my well no let's think about this logically 1.4 becomes 2.8 spend every i'm i'm spending every penny that you have saved other than the 401k 
you're still good. Yeah. Oh, and your house is free and clear, which if you needed, you could do a reverse mortgage. You will never need to. Yeah. You are safe, good, safe, good. And they're going, you're kidding. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. We never thought they lose it. It's so fun. Oh, it is um, fun. I, one it's of fun. my clients is a younger couple. Um, By the way, the next time that that happens for you, I'm going to duck my head and go, you can retire. That's going to be the punchline, and uh, I'm going to jump on it. Okay. Okay. I welcome that. Right. <laughs> Sorry, that was not the experience. Uh, one of my clients is a, a married couple, and they're younger, um, and um, they're, they've done a great job of saving for retirement. Mm. So they're already off to a really good start, like for their age. Um, when we looked at the numbers, I explained to them, well, you know, you're really in good shape. You're ahead of the game. So it was fun. Last We met yesterday, actually to talk about strategies to accomplish other goals. And, you know, like one of the things that they were interested in doing is in buying an investment property. And they have some experience being landlords in the past. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, what would it take to come up with a down payment to buy an investment property in the next few years? The other goal is we would like to pay off our mortgage early because we want to retire early. So we were able to put these things, kind of prioritize them based on the different um, you know, circumstances of each and then say, okay, let's look at how much extra you have and how we could tackle each of these goals. And what's cool is the retirement savings will continue by, you know, default what they're putting into their 401ks, what they have is going to grow. They don't need to be like really focused on dumping more money into there right now because it's off to a great start. Mm -hmm. And I said, we can push some of these other things ahead of accelerating your retirement savings. And then when you've got these under wraps, then maybe we can get back to that and bolster it even more. It's really fun to um, give people like these options because you could tell by the end of that conversation they were kind of jazzed about it. They're like, "All right, we have some things we want to talk about and figure out," but they have like this new, you know, mission, and it's pretty exciting. Exciting goals. Um, my uh, spiritual advisor uh, will be embarrassed because I won't remember exactly. Uh, I, won't, I certainly won't remember where in the Bible, um, but there is a, a phrase that goes roughly, uh, very roughly, uh, where the people have no vision, they die. People who have lost that mm. target, that, that reason for getting up in the morning, that spring in their step, that excitement, it, it, life can be pretty tough. Mm -hmm. But you've taken this young couple... And giving them a new spring in their step, a new, hey, whoa, we didn't realize it. So we can do more. We can do this. We can we can accomplish more. We can have more fun. We can have more life. Yeah. And 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 that is a tremendous gift. Everybody needs that. Well, happy, healthy hundred. Mm. Um, I, I realize that may not be Diane, if that is her real name. That may not be her goal for you know for me, but. <laughs> And now the talk about the helicopter, I just, mm. <laughs> she was talking, maybe I should just get one of those, one of those hang gliders that are like, they have the, oh. the gas, the, so the mower engine. So when I'm driving engine. down 33, I'll it's, see you, like, <laughs> you can wave, see you at the office. Until I hit one of those air pockets and you say, see, <laughs> ooh, that's going to leave a mark. That's not good. Oh, goodness. Now, I want to shift gears on you a little bit because here the last couple we have been talking about people who have just wonderfully, wonderfully um, uh, accomplished early some pretty impressive 
financial um, um, what accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Sorry, redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, there, on the flip side of that, it is not uncommon at all for someone to walk through our doors. They might be late 40s. They might be early 50s. Let's say they're exactly 50. And they're saying, look, um, our kids were really important to us. So we've spent a lot of money on education. Uh, our kids are educated now. And we have basically saved nothing. Yeah. And I guess we're going to just work until we're 80 because there's no way that we can retire. And that may not be true. No. If they are in um, 401ks mm-hmm. and they're 50, how much could each of them put away this year? Um, with the catch-up contribution, it's about 30000 It's exactly 30000 yeah. So assuming, best-case scenario, it could be zero, of course, if they can't afford it. But yeah. let's assume that they've been paying education, 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 and now they've been training themselves to live on less than they make. Mm. They've been laying it out. Now they're not paying education. If they paid themselves max, they could put away 60000 bucks a year at age 50. Yeah. And, and let's just assume for the sake of argument that they're willing to work until 70. That's 20 years of 60000 apiece with no interest at all, a million two. And they're maxing out their Social Security. Yeah. So if they were able to do that, let's say they're... Well, we'll use 70,000. That was one of the examples we had earlier. And you got a million two at 4% is 48 grand. All of a sudden, uh, at 50, at zero, not many people have zero, but right. at zero at 50, you could have an income of 120,000 bucks a year at 70. I think that would make them pretty happy. But at least you got a shot. You're yeah. in the game. You, yeah. you, you, you got to, I don't know if we can do 30,000 every year. Okay. I know. I get that. All right. Absolutely. But can you do 17 or 18 instead of thinking, I do the max. I do 8% because that's what they match. Yeah, a lot of people think that's, that's what, what the max means. Yeah. And yeah. the reality is it isn't. Nope. And you haven't thought through it. You know, you didn't. <laughs> what do we got there, sir? Very good. Um, fast pace today. We covered a lot of ground. We had some very, very interesting emails. Thank you so much to everyone who sent us emails this morning. Thanks for our call alert. Uh, one caller? Yeah. Gary bailed. I hope Gar- so, I hope that it wasn't because you got upset with us, Gary. Uh, <laughs> or maybe it was just... Maybe it was just upset with you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he was going to tell a joke and then <laughs> found out I was going to spoil he was, it. He was not going to take the risk. <laughs> uh, goodness gracious. It has been a pleasure to be with you, of course. But this is just the start. This just gives you a flavor of the kinds of um, advantages that working with a financial advisor might be able to bring to you. And the, in order to explore that more fully and to make a decision that's appropriate for you specifically, we offer free second opinion meetings and you get to meet with a financial advisor in our more than money world headquarters. And if you're lucky, I will seat you at your table, ask you if you like a glass of (laughs) ice water with your breadsticks and um, get you squared away. And you get to cover your entire financial picture. Ask any questions you want. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 
morethanmoneyonline.com. Use either one of those. Reach out to us. We'd be happy to welcome you to our More Than Money World Headquarters. Folks, thanks very much. Uh, We'll see you next week on More Than Money.